today I want to talk about education and pros and cons, benefits, how to do it, etc. So, like I mentioned the very first podcast, as you all know, I do have a PhD in material science engineering and master's in material science, bachelor's in chemistry. So, I want, I want to say this about education. Most people, when they think of education, they think of secondary education, college, university. I, I first want to say that is not the only education. You have trades, skills, um, maybe some skills you can learn in, learn in the military. So do not think when someone's education, you have to go to university. So to give you a quick, quick background about my how I got to where I got to educationally. So one thing, one of the things my mom preached for me, she really was big on me going to college. Okay, and I said fine, but initially I wanted to be a Marine Corps officer. So I was just going to go to school, get a degree, commission Marine officer for life. Um, that was the plan. So in high school, well, we can go back to middle school, um, eighth grade, physical science. I had a teacher named Dr. Peltier. Um, man was brilliant. I still to this day don't really understand how I got someone with a PhD to teach me science in eighth grade, but for some reason he was teaching myself and some peers physical science in eighth grade. But he he's the one that really kind of got me exposed to chemistry. So one of the things I used to like in chemistry was uh, stoichiometry. So, you know, you get the reactions, you got to balance the equations, things like that. I thought I was pretty cool. I was good at it. You know, memorize a periodic table, those type of things. Um, so progress a little bit forward. I get to high school. I'm in JROTC, loving that, military. So I'm like, okay, yeah, Marine Corps is the way I'm going. So I take chemistry in high school. And again, loved it, man. I mean, I excelled at it. I memorized the periodic table. I'm like, equations, I'm getting the equations. Yeah, you know, I love this, you know, I'm loving it. And I'm thinking, okay, hey, that's chemistry. That's all chemistry is. I'm gonna go to school for that. So senior year comes, you know, you do your college applications and I decide to go to, uh, to Old Dominion University. And I get the curriculum sheet. I'm like, oh man, what's, what's calculus one, calculus three, physics? You know, what's all this extra chemistry stuff? And so I got kind of got a little scared. But as you all know, after that, I go to boot camp that summer. About a week after I graduated uh, from high school, I go to boot camp, um, finish boot camp, come home, go to school. And, yeah, chemistry in the beginning was very tough. And I took a couple classes over again. But kind of like my junior year, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm getting this. I'm understanding. You know, at this point, I, I believe I'm in analytical chemistry, inorganic chemistry, uh, uh, analytical chemistry, and I'm understanding. I'm like, man, this is this is good. And I, I got some injuries, and so I was like, all right, forget. You know, kind of Marine Corps thing probably a good idea. So I just stuck with chemistry, and yeah, did chemistry, graduated with that. So one of the professors in my senior year was like, hey, you plan on going to grad school? I said, no, you know, I'm, I don't think I'm that smart. He said, look, I got 40 years of experience. That's the only reason why I know what I know. He said, over time, you're going you're gonna, to, you know, develop knowledge and experiences like I did. So he referred me. I was still in the military, so I couldn't necessarily leave. 
He referred me to a professor that coincidentally, a few months later, he ends up giving a seminar at the school. I meet him in person. I never forget. He shines a flashlight onto a plastic car and the car starts driving off. I said, yeah, I like that. So um, went to go get my master's, working on that, and then he he kind of pushed me. Said, hey, you know, we got we got funded for year, you know for three four more years. You want to do your PhD? We fully funded, free. I mean, absolutely. So did that. That's how I got my PhD. All right. So that's my education route. And the first thing I kind of want to talk about here is is. It's going to tie the student loans in a, in a subsequent podcast, but I think, so like in my generation, our parents were real big on school, all right, real big on going to college, but what they weren't telling us was how to pay for it. Now, I had assistance, so I'm a little bit different. Um, obviously, I was in the military, but, you know, most people, when they when they go to college, they're probably going to go straight to student loans. And that's just to pay for tuition, right? That's that's not even talking about the people that that stay on campus or, or are out of state. It's even more, all right? So that's the first thing. And again, in, student, in the student loans one, we're going to kind of tie into that and talk about the whole student loan process. But... One of the, 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 the next thing I want to mention is what are you going to college for? Pretty much what major are you going to choose? So here's the deal. So I did STEM, obviously. Um, but I don't want to sound dismissive of other majors. But to go to school for things like history art no dance theater now let's preface this if your school is paid for you can go to school whatever you want but for those of us that had to draw loans you want to make sure you're going to get an education that can pay off the loan that you take out and so this is maybe this is my narrow narrow minded way of thinking but why would you go to school for history if all the history is on the internet you understand what I, you understand what i mean because what you do is you know you take these history classes to learn about specific regions or specific dynasties and eras and then you write this long report on it I can I can do that on my own, you know. But when you talk about STEM, STEM's a little different because STEM is a physical science, right? So you have to be in a in a lab, conduct surveys, conduct research. These are, now these are things you're not doing on your own, especially chemistry because some things you can't even buy. You don't have the infrastructure, you know, the OSHA requirements, EPA requirements, all that stuff to make a lab. So that that stuff's a little different, but. One thing I like to preach to people when you talk about choosing what to go to school for, if you if you decide to go to college, um, I think this this is where high schools kind of fail us, right? That the guidance counselors they don't 
they don't guide us into helping us understand what are things that we interest the things that we are interested in versus what's a hobby okay because a hobby may not get me paid to survive right so i think you know they should help us understand what what are things that we're interested in outside of a hobby all right that's that's gonna be my college point of view so now let's talk about trade schools which i think are very underrated very slept on so what we see now in the economy, there a lot of these trades are understaffed. I mean, automo- uh, automobile um, technicians and, and plumbers, electricians, welders. Uh, I mean, you, you name it, you know, construction, always construction, right? Um, these, these fields are, I mean, they, they're understaffed to be, to be, you know, to be straightforward with you. And it's because the, the generation after myself in particular, you know, they didn't see interest in using their hands. You know, they're like, I don't care. You know that I don't want to, we'll go into the next generation and laziness, all that type of stuff. But, um, we got to understand these fields, not only are they essential, but they pay very well. And because they are essential, and they're becoming more essential because they're understaffed, they're gonna begin to pay even better. And you get opportunities to start your own business. You know, these are the routes that people don't, that people aren't pushing or present, I ain't gonna say push, they're not presenting to um, our young people, in particular in high school, um, as an option, you know, to make a living, um, provide for your family, etc. And I, I think they're important. I think they, sh- they should be an option, very, very considerable to going straight to college. They don't cost. Here's the deal: the tuition for a trade school is nowhere near as expensive as, uh, you know, a college or university. So I would say, you know, always consider those routes outside of the university. And again, I'm going to talk about student loans later. To give you a preface, student loans, man, I don't, I don't understand it. I, I'm going to say this. We'll, we'll do this. So, I got a truck. Truck's $40,000. You finance it for seven years. In seven years, it gets paid off. I have student loans at $39,000. But for some reason, the monthly payment are the same, but one takes... You know, 15 years to pay off, and the other one takes seven years. I'm like, hold on. If the truck costs more than the student loans, how come the truck, they got the same monthly payment? How come this one gets paid off in seven years, this one gets paid off in 15 to 20? Hey, I'm not a finance guy. I'm, I'm good when I'm decent with numbers, but that one ain't making sense to me. So, yeah, we're going to try to get y'all out of the student. Hey, let's, let's try to avoid that if possible. My last thing about education is going to be military. Now, do I think everyone should serve in the military at some point? Should they? I say yes, because the military brings a level of discipline. And another podcast, I'm going to talk about this. Jocko Willing said this, that discipline equals freedom. Very strong statement. 
the military, I joined the military at 17. Serving brought a lot of benefits to my life, um, not only from discipline, but security clearances. Now, I mean, I, I got a clearance recently and had information back from, two, you know, 2008. I'm like, man, I was still in high school. Um, so, you know, that opportunity, if you want to work in the government sector, it kind of opens up where you can go in the government because you get clearance, a certain, you know, specific clearance for some jobs. Uh, obviously the discipline uh, Educational benefits But the two side thing With the, the military First obviously we all know about GI Bill Educational benefits um, you, you know you do your time You get out You can pretty much go to school free GI Bill I, I forgot the price uh, How much it covers It covers just about everything I think you get up to forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 So it covers just about everything So obviously that's an option But Another thing is, is people kind of don't think about is choosing a, a MOS, a military occupational specialty that can translate to the real world. So when I went in, people were, hey, supply, logistics, motor T, maybe some admin. What was really coming up when I came in was the cyber and comm. Now, I can tell you this, if I, if I could do it all over again, I would probably do cyber. Cyber, computer science, computer engineering, something. Because cyber is taking off right now. And I mean, I, I know guys with, with a master's degree, just a master's at the 170 and up. Man, I'm not even, you know, I'm not making that at all. Um, but the thing with cyber IT, you know, it, it, it does require a, an investment up front. Unless you get unless you can take or unless you have the discipline to, you know, do some things on your own. Um, quick side note. Really that's what college education is. It's really a disciplined or a structured way of learning. Cause most of the once I found out this, most of the information you learn in university, college, is already on the internet. But with universities, they structure it in a way that you progress by taking this class. Then you move to this way. You kind of move up in, in difficulty and knowledge. But the information is all online already. But college university just structures it for you, you know, and, you know, give you some times you can take classes, give you certain times. So if, you're, if you really are that disciplined, you can take most of these classes on your own. MIT Open Courseware, Coursera, etc. Anyway, back to it. Military. Um, there are some some fields in the military that if you get out, you make crazy, crazy money. All right. Obviously, we know cyber, IT, um, engineering, things like that. Pilots, pilots make a ton. Jace Wig talks about you know you can go fly a navy for a couple years. And come out be an airline pilot making three, four hundred thousand a year, but you're only flying maybe 15 days out the month, something like that, right? Um, I mean, I, if you want to go that far, you can go special operations, I guess. You know, most guys get out, you know, make their own consulting businesses, book deals, things like that. But uh, I, I think the military. The military to me is probably the best option because 
what you get is you get the opportunity to first serve and do something that most people aren't going to do but you can get experience that your competition may be in a, in a future job application they're not going to have that experience but you also can still go to school so you know if you apply for a job and both you know you and another applicant have a degree in uh, mechanical engineering right here's the deal you can always go get a degree in mechanical engineering but you can't always go in the military all right so whether it doesn't have to be active duty you know it can be reserves i did reserves you know going to reserves and, and get that time and get that under your belt get that experience under your belt because i was able to get some active duty experience and learn some things um so you know i i think the military is a, is a perfect option like i mentioned in the previous podcast it's, it's about a plan you really have to plan your life plan what you want to do and where you want to be and see what are your options are at every single step along the way you understand so if you say hey long term i want to be a you know cyber intelligence analyst or something um you gotta understand what steps i need to get there and at what step what are the options or what courses i can i take or what things can i do to to learn as much as I can and be proficient at where I am. So these are things to think about when we talk about education. Again, it's not just university and schools and the college experience. I mean, all that stuff is fine and fun, but we're not talking about necessarily being fun here. We, we want to make sure that, you know, you're, you're able to provide for your family, <laughs> right? We, so fun will come after that. You know, essentially it's this. You work hard now so you can have fun later. You don't want to be working hard when you're old. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want to be having fun and having time to relax when you're old. But you, you ain't got the energy when you're old to work hard like that. We're young now. You got the energy to do it. So let's go ahead and put that work in now so we can enjoy the fruits of our labor later in life. Thank you for listening. And we'll get back to you. If you got any questions. I'm going to set up an email, Instagram, YouTube channel. You know, you can always comment, whatever, later on. But, yeah, if you got anything, um, just sit tight. I'm going to give you all an email that you all can contact. And if you got anything you want me to cover, just let me know. Appreciate you for listening. Until next time.